You're listening to the What the Chuck Podcast with Megan Rage. Having a legit opening makes us feel super real. It's the first episode of the What the Chuck Podcast with Megan Rage. I'm hella excited, but also like very nervous. I've started to do this and stopped it. This is my fourth time now, just because not like I have a lack of things to say, obviously, but like... The sound is a little off. I just tried putting some soundproofing up. Here's the thing. Um, I was talking about doing a podcast for a while, and my friend Jen is the one that gave me the push to do it. She sent me this episode of a podcast, and they were talking about starting a podcast or basically starting any project in life. They basically said, what are you waiting for? If the answer is you're waiting for perfection, You're never going to start your project because that's never going to happen. Nothing's ever going to be perfect when you first release it. And they also said you should make these micro steps towards working towards your goal. So that's what I did. The first thing I did was reach out to DJ Hector S and I had him create me a logo. He's the one that actually like motivated me to even come up with the name, the What the Chuck podcast, because he asked, what are my interests? And I was like, well, my cat, Chuck. Um, and there the name was born. And then from there I got stickers made. And then from there I got an intro and outro made. And then today I got the soundproofing from Amazon, but, uh, I don't exactly know how to soundproof anything. I know that ideally I should be in a closet recording this, but guess what? Don't have any closet space. So I'm going to have to sit in the office. And if I have to pad every single inch of the wall walls in this room, I will do it. But um, when I first got this, I said to Brett, like, do you know anything about soundproofing? Because I just assume that all men know how to do everything because that's how my dad was. When I was growing up, if I need something fixed, built, he was he was the guy. And now Brett, he is also the guy. But um, I just assume that he knows how to do everything. And there's some subjects that he's lacking in, like cars. Can't change the oil, can build me something. Doesn't exactly know how to soundproof things, but can make a killer omelet. You know, you give and you take. You take where you can get it from. So yeah, um, stickers. Let's go back to the sticker thing because this is actually a really funny story. So I wanted to get stickers to try to entice you to rate and review this podcast and to also follow us on social media. So here's the deal. If you leave us a review on Apple Music, on Spotify, wherever you're listening to this podcast, and also if you... You rate and review and then you follow us on Instagram at the What the Chuck podcast and then send me a message. I will send you a sticker as incentive. Bitches love stickers from working in radio. I can't tell you how many people would come up to the tent and be like, can I get a sticker? And even me, I freaking love stickers. Whenever people have stickers, I'm like, ooh, can I take one? I don't know what it is about stickers. Anyways, so I was like, what a great idea. I'll bribe people to rate, review and follow us by giving them stickers. So I found this website that that does sticker making, sticker printing, stickering. And I said to Brett, how big is two by two? Because I'm an idiot and I don't know how big that is. And so I held up my hands like in a normal normal stick, tick, sticker size. Like I, I held my hands up. I wish you could see me right now. And I was like, like this, right? Normal sticker size. Brett only listens to me 50% of the time. So he said, yeah. And so I went ahead and ordered these two by two stickers. Let me tell you, these fit in the palm of my hand. Two by two is very small and I have 150 stickers. So this is not false advertisement. Just know that if you do rate, review and follow us, you're going to get a small ass sticker in the mail. I mean, it's free but it's small. So yeah, these are all the steps that I made to do the first episode of this podcast. It was super important for it to like look legit. Even though my voice might sound janky right now, I promise I'll work it out. Um, But I wanted everything else to sound good, like my intro. Um, It sounds really great to me. 
It didn't at first. So I wasn't really sure how to go about the whole intro and outro thing. Obviously, being in radio, I know a lot of people that could do voice work for me, but it's kind of a big ask. It's like, hi, can you watch my kid for a couple hours? You know, it's a big deal voicing it and then producing it. So I reached out to a few people, some that I knew, some that I didn't, and I didn't get a very good response back. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to find a website of voice, you know, voiceover people and pay someone to do it. So it's exactly what I did. I paid a stranger to do my, my, my intro and my outro. And the first girl that I hired, she was on sale and bitches love a sale. (laughs) So I bought her for $9 and let me tell you, you get what you pay for because it literally sounded like she was voicing the intro of like a, a, a triple X rated movie. Um, let me just play it for you now so we can all have a nice laugh. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and follow us on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast. Uh, could she be any more breathy? And then also, what's that music? It sounds like a fucking episode of Touched by an Angel. No, 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 sorry. She was like, what can I change about it? What don't you like? I was like, everything. So I hired a male voice instead. And that's the voice that you're going to hear on the intro and the outro of this podcast. Sounds so much better. The music choice is better. His voice doesn't sound like he's about to have an orgasm. Everything is just grade A. We like it. We love it. Hated the girl, but I'll keep it for when we all need a laugh. I'll just, you know, slide it into this podcast um, when I feel like it's necessary. Uh, And with Megan Rage. It sounds very Delilah. Does anyone else remember Delilah from back in the day? I used to fucking love Delilah. She used to be on Y92.5. Anyways, so here we are. Started an Instagram, started a podcast, was trying to think of any other little like funny marketing things I could do to like, you know, drum up some buzz around the podcast. I was looking for a cameo, but it's really hard to think of a, of a cameo that's funny. Like if you don't know what cameo is, you can basically pay famous people to say whatever you want, like a birthday shout out or to promote something that you're doing or, you know, whatever. So you can hire people from like 90 Day Fiance. There's comedians, actors, singers, athletes. But all the people that I wanted, like how dope would, have, would it have been to get Bob Saget? Yeah, he's $234. I'm not paying $234 for a 30 second video. I was thinking it would also be funny to have Farah. Um do a video about my podcast because number one she's a huge hoe and everyone hates her and number two she has me blocked on most platforms of social media so I thought that would be really funny and she's only 35 bucks but mm, do I really want to put 35 dollars in her pocket not really so I decided to not buy anyone and just um promote this bitch myself so let's see how that goes I have the door closed right now I really hope that you can't hear Brett downstairs talking to his mom so Brett does this thing where he calls his mom a million times a day and it's, it's funny because he just wants to know someone else is on the other side of that phone line. Like he doesn't even care if you're talking to him or if he's talking to you. He just needs to be on the phone with someone. He doesn't like to be alone, basically. I dread to think what he was like as a kid. Like, read me five million bedtime stories, leave the, leave the light on and the door cracked. Um, so sometimes he'll just be on the phone with his mom and let's say he has to do something like take a phone call, go to the bathroom. I don't know, get the mail. He'll say, all right, mom, I'll ring you back ASAP. And his mom fed up of talking to him for the day. will say like, no, Brett, just call me tomorrow. So I already tried to record an episode of this podcast. Didn't like it while I was recording. He was on the phone with his mom. And then when I was done, he said, all right, mom, I'll call you back ASAP. And she's like, oh, Brett, just call me tomorrow. And he said, "Okay, I will call you tomorrow because it's actually pretty late in England right now. So then I said, "Uh, I'm going to redo my podcast. So I needed this room again. And so he called his mom again. (laughs) She's probably like for crying out fucking loud. Just leave me alone, Brett. 
I'll call you back ASAP. When we run errands on the weekend, we'll drive to like Home Depot. We'll get there. He'll say, okay, mom, I'll ring you back ASAP because we have our phone connected to the car. And she's like, Brett, I'm trying to watch a program. And he's like, I'll ring you back ASAP. Everything is ASAP in this household. I wish he would watch a YouTube video about how to soundproof this office ASAP. That's what I wish he was doing right now. Speaking of Brett, he's going to be on this podcast eventually. We just need to ease him into the podcast world because he's never done anything like this before. So I can see him getting overly excited and A, fabricating stories and like trying to be extra funny or B, being really shy and clamming up. So we'll do a test run with him eventually. I know a lot of you probably are just here to hear Brett. Sorry, it's just me. Just like I'm trying to ease him into getting us another animal. I'm dying for another animal. Actually, I digress. I'm kind of going back and forth between it. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I really want another little cute cuddly kitten and I want Chuck to have a friend. But then sometimes I'm like, oh, but I'll never love anything as much as Chuck and I don't want to take my attention away from him. Is this actually psychotic to talk about my three-legged cat as if he's a child? And is this how parents feel when they're getting ready to have their second kid? So Brett and I actually almost got an animal last week. We almost adopted adopted a three-legged black retriever. How cute would that have been? Two three-legged black animals in the house. But the dog recently got hit by a car and had to get its leg amputated. So it's very scared. And we tried to meet it. Wouldn't come to us. Was shaking. And his foster mom or her foster mom was saying that the dog would be best in a household that didn't have like a lot of traffic, which we do. Hi, we just bought a house with like a pool, a hosting house. So that dog would be miserable here. So we're on the lookout for an animal that would be a good fit for us. Of course, I am leaning towards the special needs side. Brett is leaning towards something that doesn't shed or shit. So good luck with that. Brett has very unrealistic expectations for a dog. He wants it to not shed. And he also wants me to lock down a dog sitter for every time that we could possibly go out of town. Like he just wants me to find someone that's always available at the drop of a dime. So neither of those things are possible. I mean, I know that we could find a dog that doesn't shed as much, but I really want to get a a dog from a rescue. So like a Labradoodle and stuff. I mean, I could find one eventually, but it's going to take a while. And then he said yesterday that he wants a French bulldog or an English bulldog. I get those confused. The one that has the creases. I'm like, are you going to clean its crevices? You won't even clean the litter box. You think you're going to take a wet washcloth and and clean out a dog's crevices? Mm, That's a nice word, crevices. (laughs) I should get that voice lady to say that. I just think it would be so cute to get a dog, but I also know that they're a ton of work. And then I just have so many questions because I've never really had one before. I had one with an ex-boyfriend, but I didn't take care of it. I'm the one that begged for it. And then I was like, ew, I don't want to take care of it. (laughs) So typical. So for instance, we just bought a house. Um, There's no grass in the backyard. So does the dog go to the bathroom in the backyard just on the concrete? Or do I always have to take it in the front yard? These are things that I need to know. Like, I just don't know. I, I mean, I know that a dog can shit on the asphalt, but like, is that a good idea near a pool? Obviously not in a pool. Well, I mean, Brett tells everyone that he pees in our pool. So what's the difference? Not even kidding. Yesterday, we had a few people over for Memorial Day because it's allowed groups of 10 or less. And I made a comment about getting up, drying off. Does anyone need a beer? I'm going to go inside and go to the bathroom. And Brett said, just pee in the pool. I do. And the worst part about it is I know he doesn't pee in the pool because when we moved in, I had a serious talk with him. I said, I know you pee in the pool when we go to Vegas. I know that's a fact. Brett, you cannot pee 
in our pool. I made him repeat it. I made him write it down. I know he doesn't pee in the pool because I see him get up and go to the bathroom. But I don't know what's worse, actually peeing in the pool or telling people that you pee in the pool when you don't. There was like five people in the pool and Brett says, yeah, I pee in the pool. And I saw them all look at each other. It's so embarrassing. I can't. I can't. And then I have to do damage control for him while he just sits there and laughs. I'm like, I promise he doesn't pee in the pool. And he's shaking his head like he actually does. Do I really need a dog? Because I already have a Brett and a Chuck. I'm pretty sure that's enough. Oh, Brett. Today he was like, do you want to go to dinner tonight since places are starting to open up for like patio seating? And I don't know about you guys, but I haven't done my hair or makeup since March. And I even though I want to get ready, do I want to get ready to go somewhere on a Tuesday? I was like, how about we just save it for the weekend? And he's like, how about we go tonight and on the weekend? It's crazy that I have anxiety about things going back to normal. Like staying home and doing nothing seems so normal right now. I just got a push notification that barber shops and hair salons are opening in most places in uh, California. And that's great because I know so many businesses that need to open up again. But I just can't imagine like going out every weekend again or having the option to go to dinner during the week. And I think what stresses me out the most about it is we've been so good about spending money since we've been locked up. And I don't want to go back to our old ways of just like going out on a weekend and spending hella money unnecessarily on drinks and food and then more drinks and then late night food and then an Uber home and then the $150 if I throw up in the Uber because it's amateur hour and I haven't been out in a long time. Just kidding. If I throw up in an Uber, I'm literally going to have no options for ride sharing because I'm already banned from Lyft. The night that Brett and I got engaged, he proposed to me at Zocalo's because we used to go there a lot and... That's just where he did it. And we had reservations to go to dinner afterwards, but we were celebrating. And so we lost track of time, missed our reservation. And then when we went to the restaurant, it was like an hour and a half, half wait to get a table. So I am sick. I drank way too much. So we get in a lift. I basically said, I have to go home. We're riding down J Street. We're at a stop sign um, or a stoplight over by... Oh, what, what was it near? That Ritz camera shop or whatever that camera picture place is. We're stopped at a light. I have to throw up without saying anything to anyone. I grab my purse. I open the door and I start running. So Brett's like, okay, I guess we're getting out here. And he chases me and I'm throwing up on the side of the street. This is the night we get engaged. Throwing up on the side of the street. I finally think I'm okay to get back in a car. And so we call another lift. <laughs> And we get in and we're going back to our apartment and I feel the urge again to throw up. So we're on the freeway. I know I can't just tuck and roll out of this car. So I roll down the window and I like dumb and dumber stick my head out and just start yakking. But the thing is, I think I'm killing it. Because my head's full blown out the window. I'm like, yes, this is just blowing in the wind. Like it's not getting inside the car. Wrong. We get to our apartment. It is everywhere so brett being the the gem that he is he's only had to do this for me like two times i am not a hot mess like this i i can count on one hand how many times this has happened since we've been together not throwing up in a lift but just like getting sick in general so brett takes me upstairs puts me to bed comes back downstairs cleans the lift like it is spick and span he gets a bucket he gets paper towels like he cleans it spends like he said like an hour cleaning it I don't know because I was obviously asleep well while Brett was upstairs putting me to bed 
the Lyft driver took a picture of the inside of the car. And then after Brett cleaned it, he submitted those pictures and then it tried to charge me $150 for detailing when Brett already cleaned it up. So I took my card off Lyft. No way in hell I'm paying that. So I can't ever use Lyft again. So I can only use Uber. So God help me. If I ever do that in an Uber, I'm going to be fucked. I'm going to have to start taking normal cabs again. So yeah, I just don't know. I'm worried about that first night out downtown. Like I, I feel like we're going to get too excited and it's going to get out of hand. So I just feel like I need to ease myself back into normal life. Like, don't get me wrong. My birthday was like a month ago and Brett's mom, my dad, they all gave me money. So I bought a ton of clothes for the summer. So I'm, I'm I dyed my hair black. I'm excited to floss on everyone. I'm excited to go out and show off my tan and my new clothes. And I'm excited to have a craft cocktail that I didn't have to make myself. But I'm just nervous about about how everything's gonna work. Like, there's a lot of bars that I like to go to that are already packed that we already have to wait in the line to get into. And I don't know, the thought of doing that, like, and touching people kind of freaks me out. But after doing this podcast four times a day, I might, I might take Brett up on his offer of going out to dinner tonight just so I can have a couple glasses of wine. Because what do I have to do tomorrow? Go to my job? Oh, wait, don't have one right now. This seems like a good time to take a break and talk about one of my favorite products... <laughs> just kidding as if I actually have a sponsor already that would be fucking awesome though if someone wants to sponsor me if someone wants to um you know advertise their business slide in my dms because I got you like how cool would it be if BoxyCharm or someone um was a sponsor of this podcast obviously that's never going to happen there's probably like 25 people that are going to listen to this but I had to cancel my BoxyCharm subscription recently and that's like the one thing that I'm missing the most even though I did hear a crazy rumor. So BoxyCharm, it's a monthly makeup subscription. You get five full-size products and they are legit expensive ass products. And I've always wondered how they're able to do that. Well, I recently went down a rabbit hole and was reading some articles and watching some YouTube videos. And a couple YouTube bloggers said that BoxyCharm pays these companies like Glam Glow or Becca for their packaging and their ingredients to one of their projects products and then they send that product off to boxycharms factory in china and they remake the product with cheaper basically chemicals or ingredients and then they box it with the actual boxing from the company and then they put it in the boxycharm box well that explains why my skin looked like that of a 13 year old for a couple months because god knows what i was putting on my face I'm absolutely not a conspiracy theorist and BoxyCharm obviously denied this, but if you've been using them and you have something wrong with your skin, mm, maybe something to look into. It also could have been the fact that they send you so many products and I was using something different on my skin every single day. Does anyone have any good show recommendations? Brett and I, the well is dry over here. We just finished all four seasons of Money Heist, which I didn't want to like. So if you don't know what Money Heist is, it was a show that first came out in Spain. So it's in Spanish. And then they released it on Netflix with dubbed over words. Well, then it was really popular on Netflix. So Netflix ended up like buying the next few seasons. And so the budget goes up. The quality is a lot better. The words are still dubbed over because it's the same actors and they're speaking in Spanish. So when we first started watching this, all I could pay attention to was that the words didn't match what they were saying. And I was like, I hate this show. Every night I was complaining about watching it. Well, then I started to like it and I still had to kind of pretend that I didn't like it because I had already stood my ground and said, there's no way in hell I'm going to like this show. And Brett was like, I bet you will. Everyone in England raves about it. And I said, well, that's stupid. There's no way I'm going to like it. So, um, of course, about season two, I started to like it. 
And I didn't let him know until about season three that I really loved it. I had to expose myself. But if you haven't watched it yet, I highly recommend. And then after we got done watching that, we watched White Lines on Netflix, which is by the the, the creator of Money Heist. That's also really good, but it, it gives me a lot of anxiety. It's like a lot of sex, drugs, and like the plot is just very... Like, ooh, what's going to happen? So if you're into that sort of thing, it's a good watch. It's a really easy watch. I think it's like 10 or 11 episodes. But now we don't have anything to watch. The only show that's current on TV that we watch is MTV's The Challenge. Um, We watched The Bachelor Listen to Your Heart. That's already over. That was literally the dumbest fucking show they've ever released. I guarantee they're not going to have another season of that. There's no way. It was a terrible show. Um, I was thinking about maybe starting to watch The Sopranos. We also were thinking about maybe rewatching Breaking Bad. I don't know. I just really need a good show recommendation. So if there's something that you're watching that's good, please let us know. We've basically got all the streaming services. Oh, that reminds me. Ooh, I'm pretty sure HBO Max launches either today or tomorrow. Is anyone going to get that? God, it's just another expense, another streaming service coming out of your bank account. But it does have friends. Ooh, The Office. I've been watching The Office for the first time ever. I'm on season seven. I can't believe I've never watched this show before. So unbiased or unpopular opinion, I should say. Um, I don't like Will Ferrell. I don't think he's funny. I don't think Anchorman's funny. I think it's stupid. And I always thought The Office was kind of like the same vibe as, as like Will Ferrell movies, which is why I never watched it. But no, I love The Office. And I've worked with so many people that are like these people. Like who remembers Chris from the bank. One time, if you're a long time like follower of mine, you know who Chris is. Chris is this guy that I used to work with at the bank. And I don't know what was wrong with this fool, but he, it, I mean, he's like a Michael Scott mixed with like, I don't know, a Kevin, maybe a little Dwight. One time he texted me to cover his shift because his left nose was a little red. Oh, your left nose. Right. Okay. He used to eat um, a very strict diet of Twinkies in the morning for breakfast and then like McDonald's on Monday, KFC on Tuesday. I don't know how he stayed so fit. Not that he was fit, but like he wasn't a big guy. Anyways, The Office reminds me of him. I'm obsessed with it. I was thinking about maybe watching Parks and Rec after this because a lot of people have said that's really good. I I don't know what I was doing when all these shows were out, but I definitely wasn't watching them. So um, I'm down for for comedies like that. If you have a good binge, throw it my way. Brett is more of like a mystery, you know, type of guy. So um, when it comes to night watching, I'm going to need suggestions. Just give me suggestions for both. So there's a lot of podcasts that you could be listening to. I appreciate you spending the time and listening to mine. I know it's a little rough. It's the first episode, though. Trust me, it'll get better. Things will get smoother. It will sound better. But um, something that I'm trying to do to, like, set this apart from other podcasts is obviously with a, with a radio background, it's not just because I love to talk, but it's also because I love music. I wish I could play music on this podcast, like, full songs in between, like, me talking. But, um, yeah, I can't do that. So instead, I'm going to be curating playlists for your listening pleasure (laughs) curating playlists um I'm going to be making playlists basically on my Apple Music and Spotify um, that I'm listening to, songs that I like, uh, mood that I'm in, vibe that I'm feeling. So ever since we've been in quarantine, um, the Nike Run app has been free. And I was the bitch that used to fake having like heat stroke so I wouldn't have to run the mile in high school. Um, But I I gave running a shot while we were in quarantine because the Nike Run app was free. And there's these guided runs. And it's the most amazing thing ever. I've never been able to run in the past because I didn't know how to. And um, Coach Bennett... 
it's you can start playing a playlist and then you you select the guided run and then coach Bennett is his name he comes on and he tells you the effort that you should be giving and how you should be feeling and he helps you like clear your mind it's the most amazing thing ever so for week one of this podcast, I'm going to be sharing a running playlist, the running playlist that like gets me pumped, that gets me moving every single day. So you're going to be able to find it on my Apple Music, Megan Rage, and also on Spotify under the same Megan Rage. So every week I'm going to include a playlist with my podcast that you can listen to. You can love it. You can hate it. You can listen to it. You can not listen to it, whatever, but it's going to be there. So don't forget rate, review, subscribe, follow us on Instagram at what the Chuck podcast. Make sure you send me a DM um, afterwards so that I can send you a sticker and I'll be back next week. AKA I'll call you back ASAP. Don't forget to rate review and follow us on Instagram at what the Chuck podcast.